Hey, friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry. Our website is lonesomeroad.org, or you can call us at 618-383-2107. That's my partner, Fred Mooney. And I am so excited about being here with you. Yeah, we're going to enjoy this ride today with our friends and family out there on that old Lonesome Road. All right, and thy words shall be a witness unto you today. So buckle up, relax, and hold on tight, because here we go. Church on the Road, right here on your favorite radio station. up, driving when the sun goes down, the hum of 18 wheels, Lord, that's the lonely sound, I spend all day chasing that old white line, I've been on the road so long, I've lost track of time, now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive, I have that white line fever to the day. I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two crumb stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue mag Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have that white line fever to the day that I die I said hey Fred, we are in the cab with our listeners out there on the road, and we've got a great program that we're going to share with them today. we got a lot of Joe Arview music today. Now, this is a song that you inspired Joe Arview to write this? <laughs> well, that's the story I tell. Joe may tell you a different story, but uh, me, and, me and Joe was driving down the road one day. I don't remember where we was going. We've been all over the country together. 
But uh, we was going somewhere together, and, and Joe was telling me about uh, this song he wrote, and, and he said, oh, every time I'm with you, all you talk about is driving a truck or Jesus. That's all you ever talk about. I believe that's about the two <laughs> subjects you're limited to. <laughs> and so he said, I wrote this song for these drivers out there on the road. It's called Take Me to a Better Place. Here's Joe Arview with the, oh, man, it's an awesome song just for you drivers out there on that old lonesome road. I was driving down that 18 Bottoms Road With a pounding in my head From 18 wheels on the road With a hard day behind I look ahead Through the windshield of my truck Keeps my family fed Well I caught myself a praying And wiping away my tears Thinking about a better place and time Where I found Jesus And he took away my fears I guess that's why I'm not afraid to die Take me to a better place Take me to a better time I'm tired of this hard living Still too young to die If I could drive across this valley And never see another day But I tell you, Jesus That'd be okay But I'll tell you, Jesus That'd be okay See my family and home Watch my baby girl Outside the play But life on the road is all I know God knows I still dream of a better day Take me to a better place Take me to a better time I'm tired of this hard living I'm still too young to die if I could drive across this valley and never see another day I tell you, Jesus, that'd be okay Well, I tell you, Jesus, that'd be okay But I know there's still some things I gotta do And I'm gonna be right here until I'm through God will take me by the hand and get them done Then I'll go on home when my time is gone And I'll take me to a better place Take me to a better time I'm tired of this hard living I'm still too young to die If I could drive across this valley And never see another day I tell you, Jesus That'd be okay But I tell you, Jesus That'd be okay But I tell you, Jesus I guess I'm gonna stay
that is Joe Arview, Take Me to a Better Place. And we better tell these listeners how they can contact Joe because he loves to hear from the drivers out there on the road. And Joe's phone number, well, let's give him a website first. You want to? Joe's sure. been, I, I was on his website the other day, and he's been working on that website. Man, he's got it looking fine. So he got cartoons on it? Well, I don't know. You just have to log on to joerview.com and check it out for yourself, man. You can order his music on there. And if there's some cartoons on there, you can uh, read the cartoons he has on there. JoeRview.com. Yeah, or just give him a call. His phone number is 618-927-1986. Here's another song by our good friend, Joe Arview. Sit back, relax, and get to hear Joe Arview. Found myself on a walkway, but I couldn't help but run. Driving my life in the fast lane, not far ahead of the gun. I take a pill to get up in the morning And the whiskey got me to bed I never thought I'd ever see 40 All I've been through, guess I should be dead I was searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket When he told me of riches untold Searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began Always told me trust Jesus. I'd tell him he was just a man, and I was hell bent to be a free bird to fly away and never land. Mama was right about Jesus He's the way, He's the truth, and He's the life He walked through hell to free us I 
walk through hell to find his life I'm searching for life for a prophet When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket when he told me of riches untold I was searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow begins Yes, I found where the rainbow begins All right, Joe, or Joe, you're not Joe. You're Fred. I'm Fred. I'm Fred. (laughs) All right, Fred. Uh, That was Joe Arview, and what a great song. I love his music, and I love Joe. And uh, I'll tell you what, he travels all over the country. People can book him for their church or their... he, he even plays, and don't tell everybody this, but he even play, does country music in some of the dance places around here. I understand that, that yeah. uh, he goes to some of the non-alcoholic dance halls yeah. and plays country music for him. Yeah. And if anybody could do it, it'd be Joe. Yeah. He was up here at uh, Wayne City at the park one night, and I went and seen him up there at the park. I seen him that night. He yeah. was in front of the pond, and he wasn't <laughs> even fishing. He no. was picking and grinning. <laughs> he was picking and grinning and playing some of the best country gospel music and country music that you could ever hear. Uh, we love Joe Warview, so give him a call. Log on to his website or uh, book him for your church or your Christian event or just have him come out to your house and sing. He'd probably do that. He, I think he's done everything from a goat roping on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when I met Joe Arview, it was, we was doing a bull ride down in Ducoin and we was looking for some music. We was putting on a bull ride. So he, he's even done bull rides. I can understand that. <laughs> Nobody could throw the bull like Joe. Oh. <laughs> but we had a great time out there. We had, we had a big crowd that night. We had over a hundred people give their life to Christ. Well, praise the Lord. The first time me and Joe ever got together and we've been winning Winning souls ever since together out there on that old lonesome road. So I may have to put on another song by Joe before we get into this message. What do you think? All right. How about another song by Joe Arview? All right. Ready to meet today. I'm driving my truck to the factory. Well, everybody there's still talking about me. Something about me changed. My life's been rearranged. It's really not so hard to explain. All I got to say is the air tastes better today. Yeah. My buddies think that 
something wrong with me The strongest thing I'm a drinking is sweet iced tea And I'd better play catch in the yard And waste my time in some old smelly bar Cause something about me changed My life's been rearranged It's really not so hard to explain all I got to say is the air tastes better today The sky's a little bluer The grass is a little greener Sun is a little brighter The air's a little cleaner Well, everything around me has been changed Cause I'm safe It tastes better today church and I'm taking joy in something that used to hurt sometimes I can't believe myself this thing that happened to me I gotta tell cause something about me changed my life's been rearranged it's really not so hard to explain all I gotta say is it tastes better today The sky's a little bluer The grass is a little greener sun is a little brighter The air's a little cleaner But everything around me has been changed Cause I'm safe Yeah, it tastes better today Folks, I got the pleasure right now to introduce to you my friend, Gary Raybird. He's here at our home church in beautiful Orchardville, Illinois, and he's going to bring the message entitled, What Do You Need? As I was uh, preparing for tonight, I had a message that I thought I was going to preach, but uh, God wouldn't let me preach it tonight. He gave me something else. Uh, as I was preparing, he reminded me of a letter I got at the ministry uh, several several years ago now. But uh, I got this letter from a lady by the name of Becky. And it was a nice letter. I mean, you know, she was bragging on the ministry and telling us how much the CDs program meant to her and, and how it helped her and she sent us a donation in that letter and them's always nice to get and 
which is what keeps us going. But, uh, and uh, then at the end of the letter, she said, P.S., what do you need? Wow. I mean, when you're doing ministry, you got lots of needs. Lots of needs. And I thought about oh, all kinds of things. I, I remembered uh, um, something Mark Shell preached one time. Uh, he talked about uh, this, this rich guy wanted to donate some money to, the, to a church. And he went around some of these churches. He went to this little country church and, and he sat through the service. And then after the service, he asked the, the pastor, what do you need? And the pastor thought about it for a little while, and he said, uh, well, the, the ladies are wanting to wallpaper the women's bathroom. And so he's, he said, well, I'll write you a check. And he wrote him a check for $400. He said, that ought to cover your wallpaper. And then he went down the next week to another church, and, and he asked the pastor, what do you need? And this pastor had a bigger vision. He said, oh, we'd love to have a new rec hall for our teens with a gymnasium and, and all that. And the guy wrote him a check for $400,000. He said, that ought to cover it. So the question I have for you tonight is what do you need? As I read that letter, I tell you, so many things went through my mind, but then I thought about the scriptures, Second Chronicles, where Solomon was king, just become king. Uh, the scripture that I have for tonight is Second uh, Chronicles chapter one, verse seven. And on that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, "Ask, what shall I give you? What do you need?" God was asking, "What do you need?" And I, I read that, and I, I went ahead and read the whole, the whole uh, verse uh, 1 through uh, 12 about Solomon there and all the scriptures in there. And there's so much in there. But they was offering, they give a thousand burnt offerings on the altar in that scripture right there. And then on that night, God appeared to Solomon and said, Ask, what shall I give you? And Solomon said to God, You have shown great mercy to David, my father, and have made me king in this place. Now, O Lord, God, let your promise to David, my father, be established, for you have made me king over people like the dust of the earth in the multitude. Now give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people or who can judge the great people of yours? Then God said to Solomon, Because this was your heart, and you have not asked for riches or wealth or honor or life of your enemies, nor have you asked for long life, but has asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you, and I will give you riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall 
after you have the like. Father, I just pray, Father, that you help me deliver this message to your people the way you give it to me. And Lord, I just pray that uh, your words will ring across this congregation and they will take it out and apply it in the lives of their families, their friends, and their neighbors. And I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As I was uh, thinking about this scriptures, reading these scriptures and thinking about this scripture, uh, God took me back to 1995, back when I just first got saved. I remember I just wanted to serve God. I, I told you that last month. I'd do anything God wanted me to do. I tried singing and that didn't work, but <laughs> but I was ready to serve the Lord. And the they had a Bible study at the pastor's house. Uh, and I got invited and I was thrilled because they invited me, man, because I didn't know nothing. And here we are sitting in this Bible study, a group of the men from the church and every one of them was, uh, they knew what was going on. And here I am, man, I'm thinking. And these guys are talking about this book they're studying. And I ain't got a clue, man. I, ain't, I don't know nothing. I, I ain't got a clue what they're talking about. They're talking like a different language. I tell you, it's just, it's, it's wild. And I'm sitting there thinking, what's going on here? And I started talking to God. You ever talk to God when you're, when you're in, a, in a group of people or something? Man, I tell you. I was sitting there talking to God, and I said, God, I've been asking for wisdom, strength, courage, and knowledge. Ever since I got saved, that's, that's the four things I prayed. God, give me wisdom, give me strength, give me courage, give me knowledge. I ain't getting nothing. <laughs> I don't even know what these guys are talking about. Lord, you're not answering my prayer. And then God spoke to me. And he said, son, I'm giving you what you asked for. But I'm giving it to you in the doses that you can handle. If I give you everything I had for you, it would overwhelm you. He said, look around the room. He said, you asked for wisdom? There sits Verl Keen right over there. The wisdom of the church. He was the, anytime there was a question or anything going on in the church, all eyes turned to Verl to see what his answer was going to be, what his reaction was going to be before anything was ever made. All eyes turned to Verl, the wisdom of the church. God said, he is wisdom. Learn from him. Study him. If you'll study him, you will get wisdom. And I thought, wow, that's good. And God said, strength, you ask for strength? Russ Beatles, the strength of the church. The pastor is the strength of the church. There's nothing that goes on in that church that Russ wasn't not only in charge of, but he was also leading the charge on everything. He was the, the strength of the church. Anything that was going on, he was right there pulling his weight and a lot of other people's weight that wasn't there because a lot of people don't show up. And Russ was always there. 
pulling the weight. He said, you want strength? Learn from Russ Beatles and you'll have strength. Learn from men like that and you will have strength. And uh, courage. You want courage? There sits Raymond Harper over there. I tell you, Raymond Harper, every, any Sunday that there was a, a, a cry for a testimony, Raymond Harper was the first one to pop up. He would be sitting on the back row and he'd pop up and he would start testifying about the love of Christ and how the power of Jesus Christ transformed him, changed him, all the things that he's done or that God has done through him. He would testify and tears streaming down his face the whole time he's testifying. And I thought, man, that's courage. That takes courage to stand up in front of your peers with tears streaming down your face and show them the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Study that. Learn from that. If you can do that, you'll have courage. And then knowledge. God said, look over there. There's Gene Johnson sitting over there. He is knowledge. He's your Sunday school teacher. He's taught his whole life. He taught, he, he was my high school teacher. He taught me in high school. Gene Johnson taught everything. He was a teacher. He said, learn from that. Learn from people like that. Learn from your teachers and you'll have knowledge. And I thought, wow, God, that's so amazing. You're so wonderful. You're so awesome. Help me, Lord to be everything that I can be. It wasn't long after that, God woke me up in a dream. Oh man, I tell you, this dream, it was so real. And in this dream, I was supposed to be leading people to the Lord. There was people just as far as you could see all throughout here, just all like it was all over the country. And I couldn't think of a thing to say. I mean, I was speechless. And that's the way I was. But Jesus appeared. And when he did, he opened his mouth and across the room came this right here, a blue circle coming at me. And it went down inside of me and I fell to the ground like I was slain in the spirit. And it was the Word of God coming inside of me, the Holy Spirit just filling me up. And then he started shooting all them people all across the, and they would all fall. The next night, he woke me up with the same dream. The next night, I woke up with the same dream. Three nights in a row, he gave me that dream. That was God preparing me for the ministry that he was calling me into. I can see those little circles going around like CDs, man. <laughs> All over the country. Touching people, changing people, people getting saved. Right after that dream, I wrote a song. That dream inspired the song that I wrote. And the song's called Midnight in My Life. And, but in 2000, my Sunday school class bought me 
a book. And in this book right here, The Prayer of Jabez. And I started reading that book. And right after that is when I started the tape ministry. After reading this book. And it changed me. It transformed me into what God had, was calling me to do. And that's the tape ministry. And as soon as I opened this book up, I knew that God was speaking to me. Uh, the first, first line, the little book you're holding in your hand is what happens when ordinary Christians decide to reach for an extraordinary life. And I thought, that's me. I'm about as ordinary as they come. But I want more. I want, extra, I want to be an extraordinary Christian. And I decided to start praying and asking God, right down here, want a bigger vision for your life? I did. I wanted a bigger vision. I wanted to make a difference. When I got saved, I told God I just wanted to, I wanted to reach people all across the country. You want a bigger vision for your life? Sign up to be a gimper for God. And I thought, a gimper, what's that? <laughs> and then I read on, and it told me. A gimper is someone who always does a little more than what's required or expected. Man, if you just do a little bit more than what's required or expected in your church, in your home, in your job, you will have an extraordinary life. God is promising that for each and every one of us. And, and when I uh, got to the, through this book, there's a prayer back there. It's called the Jabez Prayer. And Jabez called upon the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. I thought if it worked for Jabez, it ought to work for me. Amen. And so I said, and Gary called upon the God of Israel saying, Lord, bless me and bless me a lot. I want to be blessed and highly favored in everything that, that I do for you. And enlarge my territory. Lord, I want, a, I want a, a ministry that will go all across this country. I'm an over-the-road truck driver and I drive all over the country. So, Lord, I want to make a difference in every state that I drive in. I want to make a difference everywhere I go. I want to be an extraordinary Christian. And, Lord, that your hand would be with me. Well, I'll tell you, if God's hand ain't on you, you're going nowhere. But if you'll ask God to keep his hand on you and protect you and keep you safe out on the road, out wherever you're at, wherever you're going, God will bless you beyond anything you could ever dream, hope, or imagine. Amen. And keep me from evil. I need protection. Man, I tell you, God, I need your hand on me and I need protection. And if we do that, God will grant what we request when we ask with a sincere and contrite heart. So, After reading that letter, what do you need? God was asking me. God is asking each one of us tonight, what do you need? 
I know what I told God that, that day after reading that letter. I said, God, I want more wisdom, more strength, more courage, and more knowledge to continue doing this ministry that you've called me into, making a difference across this country. Help me to do everything that you've called me to do. That was my prayer. When I started my tape ministry, I put that song on a lot of tapes. And the first person to ever, ever call me said, I listened to your song, Midnight in My Life, and I gave my heart to the Lord. The first person I ever got a phone call from that got saved was from that song that God gave me. And since that time, I've had several, several people listen to that song and get saved. It's God anointed that song. So, God wants me to ask you tonight, what do you need? Each one of us has to answer that question. What do you need? There's many, many things. God wants to answer our, our cries tonight when we cry out to him. So what do you need? Maybe it's salvation. You know? <laughs> it's Wednesday night. Everybody in here is saved, right? Yeah. Well, that's what we think, ain't it? But you know, I think last month I told you about my little sister teaching a Sunday school class. And she wasn't even saved. Huh, a church is a great place for people to hide out that aren't saved. It is. I've, uh, over the 22 years I've been doing this ministry, I get calls from people all over the country, around the world. I've got calls from uh, two nuns that have gotten saved listening to our CDs. They'd never asked Jesus Christ into their heart. Two, two nuns. That's amazing. I've got a call from an evangelist, a guy out preaching all over the country. He was an evangelist. He said, I'm as lost as I can be. I just need Jesus. I got to pray with him. Got a call from... Uh, A pastor who'd been preaching for years wasn't saved. So, what do you need? Is it salvation? Today's the day. Maybe it's uh, healing. Anybody need healing in here tonight? God asking you right now. What do you need? If it's healing, then there's oil right here and there's deacons are over here and, and people that want to pray with you. And you can receive healing tonight. God wants to meet us right where our needs are. Now, I've been healed several times of a couple of different things. My wife, Linda, had cancer in uh, 2013. God touched her 
and healed her. She's been cancer-free ever since. God is in the healing business. Now, he don't heal everybody. I know that. But he's asking tonight, what do you need? God is asking tonight. Maybe it's, uh, maybe you just need a touch of your finances. (laughs) We all could use that, right? Maybe you need a financial blessing. What is it that you need? Bring it to God. I can tell you what changed my finances. I was, uh, when I got saved, like I said, I didn't know nothing. And then when I found out about this 10% stuff, I thought, oh man, I can't afford that. And I told God, I said, I can't afford to give 10%. I'm, I'm so far in debt. I said, when I get out, get my finances in order and get out of debt, then I'll start tithing 10%. And God said, okay, try it your way. And I went along for about a year. And I was just driving down the road up there. And I was in Danville, Illinois, driving across I-74. And God jumped in the cab with me. And he said, how you doing on getting your finances caught up? I said, not too good. I said, I'm farther behind than I ever was. He said, how about trying it my way now? I said, okay, Lord, I'll tithe. And I started tithing right then and there, and I've been tithing ever since. And today I'm debt free. It doesn't happen overnight, but it, if you put it in God's hands, it will happen. So what is it that you need tonight? If you want financial blessings, then you gotta, you got to start tithing, start giving in the offerings to people. You gotta, the more you put in, the more God wants to bless you. Doesn't make sense, but it really works that way. So that's the question tonight. What do you need? So we're going to take prayer requests. You can, you can uh, cry out your prayer needs if you like. You can bring them to the altar if you like. You can bow right there where you're at. You know, this altar's a great place to, to come, but... Uh, I got saved driving down the road. So you can get saved wherever you're at. You can, God will hear you wherever you're at if you cry out with all your heart. So what do you need? That's the question. Amazing grace shall always be my song of praise. For it was grace that brought my liberty. I do not know just why. He came to love me so He looked beyond My fault and saw my need I shall forever lift My eyes to Calvary 
That is the question. What do you need? Yeah. So we want to ask our listeners today, what do you need? God wants to know what your needs are. And if you ask with your heart and believe it with all your heart, and God will hear your cries and he will answer you. So what do you need, friends? You can give us a call here at Lonesome Road Ministry at 618-383-2107. Yeah, or log on to our website, or you can text me on that uh, number. You can call me or text me on that number. We want to know, and we want to pray with you. So the question is, what do you need? If it's salvation, then it's as simple as saying a little prayer. Dear Lord, come in my heart. Forgive me of my sins and save my soul. That's it, friends. That's all you have to do. I got saved driving down the road at 65 mile an hour. And if you're driving down the road right now, cry out from your heart and ask God to save you. And he will do it. He will meet you right where you are. It's me again Here to share this morning light Would you wash my sins today Let me walk in your delight All I have you've given me All I am I own, it's true me now, dear Lord, I give myself all up to you. It's all up to you. For you, I give my all. It's all up to you. If I stand or if I fall. To start my life anew Take me as I am I give myself all up to you It's me again Here at your throne once more You love me more today Than you did the day before Though I fail and fall the way 
Your grace comes shining through Help me now, dear Lord I give myself all up to you It's all up to you For you I give my heart It's all up to you If I stand or if I fall I come to you each day To start my life anew Take me as I am I give myself all up to you Lord, take me Well, Fred, it's been a great ride with these listeners out there on that old lonesome road, but it's time to close this program. And what a better way to close a program than with another song by Joe Arview, our good friend. Yeah. Here's another song by Joe Arview before we close to today's program. There's no place like home I'll meet my father there And my mom and daddy too No matter where I'm wrong I'll always be heading Where the skies are always blue There's no place like In that promised land I long there to go But I guess I'll settle now In my home away from home
Brokenhearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Hey drivers, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road Radio, and we want to hear from you. Give us a shout. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by. So oh. 
never seems to end, but it's taken me. 